Welcome to our Coffee Break podcast, looking at flexible working requests and the particular issues raised by these requests when many employees have been working from home for at least part of the time over the last year. I'm Cass Adler-Smith and I'm joined today by my colleague Catherine Shepherd, and we're the Knowledge Lawyers for the Employment Team here at Osborne Clark. Welcome Catherine. We're speaking with an increasing number of clients about how to successfully introduce hybrid working to their businesses and many are asking how this is going to interact with the statutory right to request flexible working. Can you start by reminding us of who the right to request flexible working is available to? Thanks Kath, yes you're right we're seeing a number of requests around this. Um, The right to request flexible working which includes requests to work from home as well as requests to change hours of work or the timing of when those hours are worked is available to all employees with at least six months service. Just a point to notice that employees can only make one request under the statutory regime in any 12 month period. Thanks Catherine. Is there a specific way the request must be made? Yeah, the request must be dated and in writing and state that it is a request for flexible working, the pattern of working that the employee is requesting, the date on which the employee proposes that the change should take effect, the effect, if any, the employee thinks the change will have on the organisation and how they think any such changes could be dealt with and even when any previous request has been made. So once the employer has received a request, what's the process then for dealing with it? One thing to make clear from the outset is that there is no obligation to automatically approve a request. A manager must consider the request in a reasonable manner, but not all requests have to be accepted. ACAS has published a a really useful statutory code of practice that lays down the principles that employers should follow when dealing with requests. A couple of points to flag from the code are to not delay in speaking to the employee, to discuss the request directly with them in private, allow the employee to be accompanied by a colleague if they wish, inform the employee in writing of the decision as soon as possible. Where the request is rejected, the code does remind employers that the rejection must be for a specific permitted business reason, which we'll come on on to in a minute, um, and also that the employee must be allowed to appeal the decision. Uh, Just a reminder at this point that as well as dealing with it promptly, there is a long stop date employers must bear in mind. So a manager must notify the employee of their decision within a period of three months of the employee's application. Thanks, Catherine. Employers are going to have to think about the extent to which the pandemic, and I think particularly the fact that it's shown that flexibility can work, might impact on their ability to refuse flexible working requests going forward. Can you quickly remind us of when a flexible working request can be refused? Yes, this is really important. A request for flexible working can be refused only on specified grounds, which are, so it's the burden of additional costs, a detrimental effect on ability to meet customer demand, a detrimental impact on quality or performance, inability to reorganise work among existing staff, inability to recruit additional staff, insufficiency of work during the periods that the employee wishes to work or plan structural changes. Where a request is accepted, for example, an employee has requested under the statutory provisions to work from home on certain days and that's granted, the new arrangement will constitute a permanent variation to the terms of their contract 
unless agreed otherwise. Thanks, Catherine. So where an employer wants to insist on a return to office working, a manager is really going to need to provide clear evidence about why flexibility is no longer possible, even though it seems to have worked well over the last year. In cases where it hasn't worked so well, this could be difficult to demonstrate, couldn't it, as many performance issues have been placed on the back burner as businesses are focused on just getting through the pandemic. Can you quickly run through the issues that can arise if a request is seen to be unreasonably refused? Yes, yeah, so employers unreasonably refusing a request do risk employees bringing a claim under the statutory scheme. And in certain circumstances, they may bring claims for constructive unfair dismissal. But more significantly, employees protected under the Equality Act, for example, women requesting flexible working for childcare purposes, say, could bring discrimination claims and for those claims, compensation is unlimited. So handling flexible working requests appropriately is going to be crucial going forwards. Um, faced with multiple uh, requests, employers may be inclined to consider which requests are likely to result in a discrimination claim when deciding you know, which ones to you know, reject or accept, to put it as blandly as that. Businesses should, however, be wary of stereotypes when considering requests. Employment tribunals have in some cases found direct sex discrimination in situations where a request for flexible working by a man was rejected, but would have been granted or at least seriously considered for a woman. Thanks, that's a really important point to bear in mind. Another issue that is starting to crop up is where employees have been given temporary working arrangements during the pandemic that might not previously have been allowed. For example, looking after or supervising children during their working hours. And this might not be a sustainable permanent change. And therefore the employer is looking to ensure that the employee has clearly defined time for their work and their personal commitments and caring responsibilities. Some employers, I think, may be tempted to continue without alternative childcare arrangements, for example. So have you any advice for employers who are trying to deal with this situation? Yeah, so some advice that employers could provide to employees is to let their friends and relatives know that during working hours they are working. Um, when not working in the office, those around you may see you as more available. So for socialising, running errands, catching up. So employees should be clear that they should still have established work hours and that their free time is outside of those. One other issue that's cropping up is how employers make any hybrid working policies work alongside the statutory right to request flexible working. This is going to need some thought, isn't it? Yeah, so I think any hybrid working policy needs to anticipate that flexible working requests will still be made by those looking for flexible working arrangements beyond any which may be permitted by a hybrid working system. Uh, employers are going to need to think about how the process for making flexible working applications, which we've just been looking at, will work alongside any hybrid working policy and make sure those applications are picked up and responded to in accordance with the statutory requirements. Many thanks, Catherine. It, it's been really helpful to be reminded of the right to request flexible working and to look at some of the issues that the COVID pandemic has raised in this respect. Thanks to everyone for listening and please do join us again.